Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Hello, once again, Talk Cosmos. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, and this show repeats next Thursday. Today is June 29th, and that'll be, guess what, our Independence Day, Declaration of Independence, July 4th. And for good cause, the topic that my guest and I are speaking tonight involves two most prominent features. One is the solar new moon eclipse which is happening on Monday, July 2nd, and it is in Cancer for the very reason, predominantly, that the nodes of the lunar nodes are in Cancer. And that's a technological that astrologers understand. And for those that you are wanting to learn, it's something very valuable to find out about. The United States of America's chart is in Cancer. In fact, we have several planets, our natal chart is in both Venus, Mars, no, not Mars, Venus and Mercury are in Cancer. Countries, in fact, anything can have a chart, a natal chart from the moment of inception. Although with our Declaration of Independence, one can find this out through Wikipedia pretty simply, is that it was declared on the 2nd. However, the verbiage of the declaration was approved on the 4th, so that's why it was actually culminated and declared that is the day. And then people didn't finish signing it until a month later. As it turns out, this is during an eclipse period. You know, the nodes were in Leo at that time, but still, the if they're 15 degrees from the node, those are points of orbital intersection of the moon's path around the sun ecliptic and elliptical, right, ecliptic. And the point being that even though they were on in, in, uh, there's several eclipses, which is pertinent because right now we're in an eclipse season. It's a very potent time. Potency seems to be the most valid word. And of these depths, my guest, who is a Sarah Stromley from Redmond, Washington. She's been with us several times. And Sarah is an evolutionary astrologer. She studies horary, um, astrocartography, medical. She actually blends quite a wide variety of botanical and flower essences in her consultations of great depth. She is the founder of Brain Body Therapy. It's a cranial sacral uh, uh, she's a therapist and instructor for cranial sacral uh, therapy, which is a wonderful physical uh, nerve treatment. So, with great pleasure to get on this meaty conversation tonight. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Sue. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad that you're interested in our history. We, living in the United States, we're really coming along with a lot of 
political polarities, we might say, and, and strong emphasis. And in astrology, we realize that there are polarities and a lot of strengths happening. So like any discussion, I think if we look at the Sibley chart, there's several charts, and you were asking me which one, and I go by the Sibley at this moment, um, and researching it, it does seem that it has quite a bit of a claim. In fact, even uh, Rudhart, Dane Rudhart, yeah. he rectified it, which I'm not using. His rectification came to 5.14 p.m., but I'm using the 5.10 p.m., which is pretty standard. Apples and oranges. Well, it's just very close, yeah. Yeah, and of course, that's in Philadelphia, for those of you, July 4th, 1776. So... Looking at that, for any of you that might want to pull it up, and I did in our conversation, I went hog wild, you might say, for whatever meaning that might have, but uh, I took the return because we're having a solar return, and I looked at the prenatals, and I looked at the progressed. Progressed is one day for each year, and then the solar arc direct, which is one degree for each year. So the sun in those cases remains the same, which happens, and I know this is astrology, but that's going to be part of it. For those astrologers, at least you can grab these details, it is 15 degrees Pisces, which again, as I say, is the uh, progressed and the solar arc, which is fascinating too, because Neptune is so prominent right now. So it seemed to me that really cued my interest. But so the rising sign is 15, is what you're saying, in the progress No, chart? no, 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 no. I'm talking about the, no, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I, here I said we'd talk about the natal, and I suddenly went into all the different charts just that I started to research, which would have been these different timing measurements, mm-hmm. and it was uh, progressed solar arc. So let's delete that. Let's okay. just go right back to our natal chart. To answer that question, as you know, we have in that chart a Sagittarius rising, 12 degrees. Yeah. And the moon is in Aquarius. In the third house. Which The moon is in yeah. the third house, yes. And it's very happily placed there. Um, that's the moon's joy in the third house. Oh. Communication and... Um, Short distance travel and siblings and that type of thing. Well, it is fascinating when you say siblings and neighborhoods because there's quite a seventh house emphasis to Mars and Venus and Jupiter all in camp, you know, up there. I've often thought just how, as a nation, the objective of wondering about the other people is a constant concern of ours. Yeah, and Jupiter is placed there. That's yeah, the, right, exactly. And that's the ruler of the chart or the ascendants. So, and it's conjunct the sun in Cancer. So, so we are it, very philosophical. It gives it uh, a much more big picture yes. feel to it. Yeah. And wanting to live large. But <laughs> it also brings up the factor of, because right now the nodes... And for those people that aren't astrologers, just get to the, the, the concepts that we're talking about. For astrologers, it's important. So what I'm saying is, is that uh, the, okay, the fact, what was I saying? Gee, I was talking about Jupiter, right? 
and that, um, oh, the fact that the nodes right now are in Cancer, North Node, and the South Node in Capricorn, it, it really relates to our natal sun, our identity with this big-minded uh, overlooking Jupiter that's from other countries, abroad, other cultures. That's what I'm thinking because our, our whole emphasis on the nodes is our past with Cancer and tradition with Capricorn. I mean, it's far-reaching. It's just so, in, it's a natural way that we normally think anyway about other people in the seventh house and of other cultures. You know, with that, that Jupiter so close to our identity, it's really a rock, a uh, 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 cornerstone. Yeah. And it kind of, to me, it gives that perception that Americans have this abundant lifestyle. We, we have the American way, the... You know, the ideals of wanting to have everyone has a house or a home, a job, they're contributing to society, they're That's um, it. able to enjoy a car. You know, it's interesting that it's in cancer, you know, how the automotive industry really sprung and was born here. And to me, the that speaks to the crustacean type thing that cancers have where they have this big shell around them to help them feel more oh, protected. Secure. Yeah, it's almost like an alter ego in a way. Well, very interesting. It does relate strongly, and particularly with our Mars of, of forward direction in Gemini, which is transportation. Yes. And the fact that the moon, what we care about, is in Aquarius, which is uh, technological things, and also in a, in a house of transportation. It yeah. really just strengthens these factors that are so strong in our identity. There's also that Mars there, though, that's in the seventh house, which means that in Gemini, so it, there's this delicate negotiation that we're, or not so delicate no, negotiation at times, with, um, with our foreign relations. So mm-hmm. that, um, that's the other I'm wondering, though, what house... uh, Well, I'm following you, except that I'm not sure that the seventh rules foreign relations, does it? But that's, you know, because the the Sagittarian side is us. Right. Kind of having that strong image of the cancer and the the healthy, robust uh, image. And then the Mars kind of in the house of the other of the seventh house, the the way we try to partner, um, that relationship can be sometimes tenuous. Yes. (laughs) Partnership is crucial in our entire, when I started looking at all these charts, as I was mentioning earlier, that I was just studying and studying to see what I could see, uh, one of the, the factors was Juno, which right now is not so evident, well, except it is in Libra, but it, it what, and I won't bring up why, but it made me realize partnership, which is, which is again is Libra. We have our Saturn in Libra, and we have all that seventh house, seventh house partnership activities, and it's mm-hmm. our alliances and our partnerships that are really so critical, especially right now um, within the country. And as you were saying about our foreign relationships, you know, what are these relationships and and 
along with Neptune, which maybe um, the, the fact is, how does I want the computer to speak up here? Um, Neptune happens to be at our at the top of the chart near the MC, but yeah. in some of the pertinent uh, charts, as I was saying, the progressed chart, which is oh, Neptune and Pisces comes up again and again, a very specific importance, whether it's prenatal or whether it's our solar um, arc. And for those, again, for those people listening, that's one degree at a time for the year. So it's been, what, 200 and almost 250 years, not quite. But uh, what was the other? Yeah, there was another thing with the first house of Sagittarius. Um, I, and, you know, that's that Cancer, Sun, and Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, that are all in Cancer in mm. that chart. Conjunct. Um, I also find it interesting with the identifying factor, which is a first house issue, that Cancers and, well, actually, the, it, how, like, breast augmentation and um, abdominals are kind of, like the healthy abdominal thing that's oh, yes. kind of featured almost like a in an absurdly overblown way. Oh, in like our advertising. In our advertising and yes, our feminine. movies, like the Baywatch Women. imagery. It's all about um, sexuality. Uh, but but just that outer projection of of that that seems more over the top or than you would see in other countries. Well, particularly because our son is in the eighth house. And yeah. I was reading in a book by Judith Hill, her eclipse book that she has, Eclipses in You. And it was noting here that the eclipses in cancer, which is this one, we have a north node in cancer, yeah. has a lot to do about, because I think, well, particularly for Sagittarius rising, has to do about sexuality and home. Because if just looking at the chart, it would be in the... Eight, Sag, I think, would be in the eighth house probably because all the issues were eighth house issues. But in our chart of the United States of America, our son is in the eighth house. So our identity has that flavor of exchanging resources with other people and deep ones. You know, in other words, that's mm -hmm. our, our. And yeah, our relationship with debt, you know, and the treasury, it's, it's a very involved one. Debt, yes. yes. Debt and and. That was another feature, too, just about in cancer, all the financial, the security issues that are at play, that yeah. come up. Yes, indeed. Well, trying to get these threads. Okay, so looking what we're doing right now, for those that may have just stepped up, we're looking at the natal chart for the United States, the Sibley chart, 5.10 p.m., Philadelphia, June 4th, 1776. The sun is 13 degrees cancer, 19 uh, minutes. In the eighth house, the moon is in the third house in detached, uh, elevated Aquarius, always trying to seek improvement yeah. for people. Yes. Well, you, okay, We could, should we look at the eclipse right yeah. now? Yeah, the eclipse that's on Tuesday, that is actually going exact on the United States sun at 13 degrees because the eclipse occurs at 10 degrees of cancer and the United States sun is at 13 degrees. Um, 
So you did a by will? Is that what you're looking at? Which is okay. Yeah. Just to follow yeah, with you. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull up the chart that you sent me here. Yeah, it's a very... This eclipse that is coming up... Let's see if I can pull it. It's always having... If we could have a screen with five different charts on it, it'd be so marvelous. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Okay, let's see. Um, eclipse, eclipse, where are you? Okay, and that eclipse on the West Coast is at 1216 p.m. I have it here, Sarah, if you want to look. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. So, yes, of course, uh it is very close. In fact, we're having our solar return in only a few days after that. So the sun and the moon are only three degrees from the sun, meaning for our identity, this is extremely important. And there's themes that may play out for that are happening right around this time that could be playing out for another four years mm. or more. And so why do you say that, four years? Because the eclipse, the timing of the eclipse is over four minutes. It's four minutes, 12 seconds, so that would be just oh. like four. Oh, yes, four, I see. It's one year for each minute. So things that could be occurring that we know about or don't know about could yes. have yet could could be playing out that way. Well, interesting. It seems to me the opinions are everywhere, and uh, and, and I'm not judging this. It's for good cause. I mean, it is what it is. But the fact is Jupiter, which in a sense rules opinions. I mean, people have their belief structures and belief ideas. And with this bywheel, and Jupiter is in its own sign right now in Sagittarius, our rising is 12 degrees, Sag, and Jupiter's in 16. So it's right in the first house. It's It's the first rising. You know, it's rising across the... Um, ascendant and it's in our own natal self you might say and so these ideas of opinions like the nominees for the 20 uh, democratic nominees were just a few nights ago with a myriad of of opinions which are on everybody's minds there's not new but it was fascinating and so it does seem to be a very if you say it's going to go four years these opinions However, we shift through them because Jupiter stays in a sign just to uh, define only for 12 months. So coming up in December, I think the 6th or the 3rd, it goes into Capricorn. So right now when we have our belief structures, it's on a very philosophical, cultural, uh, visionary thoughts. and It will shift in December to more ethics and rules, and authority, and money. (laughs) Yes, bottom line will be somehow financial for a number of good reasons. I mean, cancer wants security. Um, Our Pluto, that is our, our, our planet of soul growth, is in the second house in Capricorn of goals. You know, we're impending that Pluto return in about four years, and, of course, we have many huge things before that. What are you thinking? There's a lot here. So, um, 
Well, yeah, one thing that fascinated on. me is Venus. Venus is almost a return, yeah, which can happen. Well, it's past a return. Yes, yeah, it's past. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, I wanted to say about our natal chart, we have a balsamic moon. I believe, yeah. look at this, it's in Aquarius. It's, am I mixed up on that? Wait a minute, I did so many different charts. Boy, oh, gee, let me think about this. Um, what was I seeing that about a balsamic moon? No, it's not, not in our natal chart. Okay, pardon it's, everybody. I think it's disseminating. That, yeah. Okay, disseminating. More language. Yeah. And they do have phases for those that don't understand. There's so many beautiful ways of getting further depth. You know, it's like shades or about arranging a living room or a garden. There's ways of understanding, you know, some of these. It's going back to reset itself. And eclipses a lot of a lot of times it's just a, a reset button that's happening as well. And that Pluto, yeah, the, the Pluto return, it's, it's just very interesting how dynamic, how it's very much involved with all of this. Yes, and there's many steps. Yeah, there's just things that need to be processed. Re- yeah, reconsidered, let go of. That's um, deconditioning. I picked that word up. It really stood out in my brain. Capricorn is our conditioning. You know, it is that sense of our structure. You know, it's our spinal cord. It's, it's a government. It's authorities. It's how we condition in order to function in a society that operates at that level, 10th house Capricorn. And the Saturn's in its own sign of Capricorn. Pluto's been in Capricorn. Saturn's for three years, and we're in the second year, I believe, about a year and a half midway. And Capricorn is a six, Pluto is a 16-year, and we're midway in that, too, a little past midway. But the point is, is that with the south node in Capricorn, which is really getting this emphasis, it's on deconditioning. Yeah, I like that word. I I think it's very accurate. So when you brought this up, I'm thinking to support, yes, the fact that it helps me to remember that we're doing layers of steps. Mm-hmm. They're all very important, but in order to have soul growth and real ultimate life renewal, which Pluto wants, yeah, these, it's, it's necessary to let go, process. Can I cover a few things that I kind of Please. thought was interesting that was happening at this degree in history? At previous eclipses that happened around this time, or around this placement in the past, uh, 1935, FDR created the New Deal. It was implemented. These were forms of what we knew of, or forms of what we know now as Social Security for the elderly farm aid, unemployment benefits, and social service programs to protect our youth. Those seem to be themes that are we seem to be revisiting now. FDR also revealed his plan for the Labor Relations Act, which legalizes labor unions and collective bargaining for improving employment and safety conditions. So... 
Safety. Uh, That's a very important yeah. one, especially topical. Yeah. Glad you and just that. as a side point, the Dalai Lama was uh, that we know and love was born at this time as well. Um, 1954, we had another eclipse at this degree. The McCarthy hearings were occurring, and that was the former Senator McCarthy. He played on the fears uh, of the spread of com communism and made accusation, accusations of espionage and communist rings within the FBI, the Army, and many in prominent positions within government, businesses, and even Hollywood were blacklisted yes. during that time. And uh, at this time of the eclipse, his popularity ended, and as well as the televised trial against, his, against the army that he was, and his, as well as his claims that were occurring then. The shadows he did, when you say the fears, he totally played. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. President Eisenhower, he implemented plans for the U.S. interstate highway system that improved long-distance travel and created new suburb communities and tourism, and that was all in 1954 at the time of this eclipse. That brings to mind what I was just looking at last night about urban development, and it brought up the fact, which is a global concern here, is, is that, that we were isolated and compartmentalized how urban development is. We have residential areas, we have businesses, and what connects them are roads. And instead, they're thinking of more of a holistic approach prior to cars, back when there were bicycles where you could walk 10 or 15 minutes and where everybody is included. And that mm -hmm. seems to be such a more pertinent uh, uh, concern these days. So that goes right along with what you were saying about these factors that were brought up, the fact of, like, the interstate that, that brought up, or the autos itself. or the, uh, Some more eclipse stuff that happened in 1973. Nixon, the Nixon impeachment proceedings were in full bloom and the Watergate incidents was going on. Interesting. They, and at that time of the, the eclipse or just right before it, because they, they talk about how the energy kind of builds around that time and is more prevalent, um, the, the recording of the smoking gun that was, became famous it was recorded at that time that led Nixon's resignation. And this was all tied to a case of him being accused of activities of election fraud, shutting down FBI investigations, wiretapping uh, reporters, and misuse of three branches of government and obstruction of justice. That's pertinent. So, um, and then also there was, uh, on a different note, but same time, General Juvenal Habayaram seized power over Rwanda. And he was the supposed every five-year re-elected president until his assassination in 1994. So he was in power between, he took power right at that time of the eclipse in 1973. And he was there until 1994 when he was um, assassinated which sparked the largest genocide of the 20th, late 20th century, 
um, for an estimated 1 million Tutsis and the mass rape of an estimated 500,000 to 1 million women. My goodness. So, um, but on a lighter note... (laughs) You know, I remember <laughs> these facts, but I'd forgotten all the figures. Oh, there's, yeah. Let me, let's just take a brief yeah. announcement. I've taken notes on this. This is Talk Cosmos, Sue Rose Minahan and Sarah Stromley, June 29th, and we'll be repeating this talk on July 4th about the eclipse and the USA chart. Thank you. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. Currently, we are in the period of cancer. By leaving a cycle based on connecting mental communication to the external, the energy of cancer involves emotions, which create our personal story through our emotional associations and attachments. As a cardinal water sign that is nurturing, cancer needs to process emotions in one's own internal rhythm of cycles in order to complete an evolution. Welcome. This is Bear River, Usui Reiki Master and the Astrologer of Psyche and Soul Astrology. You're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Alternative Talk, 1150, the talk of the sound. Hi again, Talk Cosmos, Sue and Sarah Stromley, June 29th, or... July 4th, offer a repeat on Thursday morning. Yes, Sarah, you had another one of these historical references. Yeah, so the eclipse point for this same eclipse that's happening, because there's, there's a theme that they, they describe with eclipses that occurs like every 19 years, 19, every eight years or so, there's like a similar theme that kind of comes up and needs to be revisited. So, yes, which happens uh, to be just for people 10 degrees cancer. 10 degrees cancer on July 2nd. So, um, and I was mentioning the 1973 eclipse at this degree or right about. Uh, Dolly Parton wrote and recorded the Billboard song, um, I Will Always Love You. And that was made legendary by Whitney Houston in 92, but it just kept continuing to make the billboard charts. And in 2014, it was listed as one of the top selling songs by a female artist of all time. Well, it does show the whole dynamics. This is really fascinating. It was not all doom and gloom. No. (laughs) And of course, Pluto was in Libra. There were quite a few Libra, as I was mentioning, but still to have that tremendous other side of life that shows depths of, 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 of hearts. And that's essentially what we're all trying to strive for. That's really quite incredible. You know, 1969 was 50 years ago. And uh, with the moon, Apollo 11, the moonwalk, yeah. which it, it out of uh, Florida, Cape Canaveral, it left on the 16th of July and then landed on the 20th. And so I did, there, Chiron is, is an asteroid that, is an asteroid, isn't it? Yeah, a centaur, yeah. a centaur, sorry, mm-hmm. a centaur. 
Anyway, there's a different, which is half horse, half man. Yeah, which means our nature and our our wildness combined. And the wounded healer that has a wound that can't heal but can serve through teaching other people. And so it's a a 50-and-a-half-year cycle, and it's pretty dynamic. But we haven't quite reached it. But 1969 would have been 50 years ago, which is being celebrated so often with two events that really came up. One is the Apollo uh, 13. E- yeah, 11, oh, 11. Go- going up, which held so many dreams. And that iconic picture of seeing us hanging in space as a reality, almost really like one wonders now, us finally discovering for actuality a black hole. You know, that it really was. And in the meantime, just on November 26th, we're going to Mars. You know, that's, there is another resurgence of that. But it, it, spiraling up. But this idea, I think, of the black hole is almost, which was fairly recent, is much more um, iconic with the, with the achievement of actually landing on the moon, you know, leaving this Earth. But the actual dates won't be until next year. There's three of them. It goes, it goes three times. And our Chiron is in six degrees of Aries. So it'll be, I had those written down on my notes. Oh, in fact, I have my charts here. What were they? The other one, while I'm looking that up, is, uh, yes, the first one will be in October, October 7th. 2020 that's that's actually next year no let's see do i have 29 i've all of a sudden got that mixed up it can't be 29 it's got to be let me look at that it's april 19 2020 okay and then it's going to be october 7th 2020 and i think that's the one where it's actually uh direct Okay, and you're bringing that up because you think... Well, because for a couple of reasons. One is they happened during the month of cancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it happened. It happened July 20th. That's in Mm -hmm. cancer. Mm -hmm. And right now it's 50 years, meaning it's pretty significant, a Chiron return. Granted, that Chiron is in Aries, which means that it'll actually where our natal chart but but the fact is is that there is something that they represent that has a lot to do I think with our identity you know it's our moon is in Aquarius we're Mm -hmm. interested in outer space uh the dreams the improvement Uh, we may get some breakthroughs yeah and it, it has more to do with what concerns us as as identity I guess I can bring that up. And the other one is Stonewall, the Stonewall riots, which happened just on the 26th, which really started the gay um, movement. And that was 50 years ago. Oh, wow. And it's going to have a Chiron return, which, again, is all linked up with, with freedom. I mean, yeah. all of this, we're so freedom-oriented. Our rising sign is in Sagittarius. That is freedom. Yeah. Our moon is in Aquarius. That is freedom. But, and what does that mean? Independence. It, yeah. it means really a lot of responsibility. It isn't just do whatever you want to do or escape, which we have a lot of Neptunian influences, which would be better to really manifest to the higher spiritual integration. That's what's necessary through all these steps. 
yeah. rather than just projecting. And I think that's one of our issues, too, that we deal with a lot, unfortunately, that just to bring awareness to what is the shadow side. If we don't look at the shadows, we're not going to get very far because projection is seventh house. It's so easy to say, the others do this yeah. because we don't see it in ourselves. Yeah. There were some other eclipse historical things I wanted to bring up. Um, okay. The one in June of 1982, Time Magazine listed the man of the year as the personal computer. Ooh. So, so up until this time, we were using typewriters, snail mail, and if you were lucky, you had a fax machine up until this point. So <laughs> the world just was completely transformed significantly just with speed and innovation and technology use. So thank you, Bill Gates and and crew. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. That is exactly compara- comparable or compared compared to the Gutenberg press. Yeah. It's revolutionary. Yeah. Revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um in nineteen ninety oh, actually in Kate and also in eighty two, Kate Middleton was born and she was became famous as the Princess of Wales upon marriage to her husband, Prince William, who is also born on an eclipse. So those two are definitely ones to watch for making history. Maybe they'll say goodbye to the crown, although not to upset any of the UK affection. I mean, many people of all over the world are connected with Europe, and with not just Europe, but England. But it is curious to see if that really relates to our modern times, that the Pope and... The, the powers, the powers that have been, because we're really with Pluto and Capricorn, trans, well, transforming is a simple word, through a metamorphosis of power structures. What doesn't work? Deconditioning. Yeah. 1992, the eclipse at the, around the same time of, and the degree point of this, well, we had, Four seven point four magnitude earthquakes oh. over two days in California. Some of the strongest recorded in U.S. history, and they do talk about how eclipse paths a lot of times affect that type of thing. Luckily, this is way down. The eclipse path for this series is, or this particular eclipse is South America, like really South America. Mm-hmm. So. But it could be interesting to watch. That's where it's if visible, as you're saying. Yes, yeah, it's not visible path, up yeah, here. Yeah, as a total eclipse. So there there could be, you know, potential How activity. high were those again? There were four of them. 7.4 Whee! magnitude. That is huge because yeah. it, any, it gets exponential above four, five, six, seven. It's yeah. enormous. And also Johnny Carson had his final appearance on The Tonight Show, which was made... 50 million viewers and was considered to be one of the most watched television shows of all time. And Jay Leno was also announced as his replacement. John Gotti, the mafia boss, was sentenced to life in prison at that time. You know, as a friend of mine said, a musician friend who always would watch Johnny Carson because of the fact that he was on late at night and he'd get off his gig and he'd want to watch TV. So he watched Johnny Carson. He said he tucked us in at bed every night. Yeah. <laughs> so in yeah. many ways he was, and he picked it up from another late night talk show. I cannot read, his name keeps coming and leaving my brain because it was before, when I was a little kid. And so, of course, I didn't watch him. I was 
but um, boy, it's, anyway, he started that. But at that time, he was the only talk show until Jay Leno, like you say. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, I mean, there were daytime talk shows, but not nighttime. So he yeah. was the man Yeah. as far as most people who wanted to watch it were concerned. You know, also, um, the eclipse um, in 2000 at this point, the Syrian president, uh, Haviz al Hazad, mm-hmm. um, he died ending his reign since 1971. And although he was tied to funding to Hezbollah, rebels in Israel, he's, that was, his death was possibly marking the, the beginning of the end for the country of Syria. Oh, that's so, sad. Um, Harry Potter's fourth book was released, Reign of Fire, which was fueling his that cult following. Um, I took it to a new level, and Tiger Woods wins his first British Open at that, on that eclipse. So, um, 2011, uh, there was something close to that point that was uh, the global engineering marvel of the Orsun Bridge opened, and that crosses the Baltic Sea, connecting Denmark and Sweden. Oh, and I've seen that. The yeah. waves go over it. It's extraordinary. Actually, it's it, it's got a 187 foot clearance for ships to go under it. So it's it's well, maybe I'm thinking yeah, of it's, it's broken one. records still for a mm. lot of things. So it's pretty remarkable. Connecting like roads earlier, you know, yeah. with the with Eisenhower, all the roads. Once yeah. again, transportation, which well, maybe because you know all of this isn't necessarily Cancerian. It's the eclipse in Cancer, ten degrees. But obviously, when the sun is so close, Mercury could be right there, and who knows what other. Also, that 2011, uh, Mexico elects its first president by an opposition party, breaking a 70-year rule rule of the uh, party revolution institution by Vicente Fox Casada. So now, what was that yeah. again in Mexico? Oh, in it was Mexico a- is the election of the first 70 president. 70 years. That's a long time to break. Well, that was more th- how that, the party ruled had that, been ruled. that time. Yes. So, so um, Arnold Schwarzenegger scandal. I remember that. 2011. 11. Yeah. Because I lived down in Mexico in Mazatlan from 1998 off and on up until 2005 or something like that. And uh, I remember the elections all the time and it was very static you know there wasn't much change i'm trying to remember the names of them now but it was mm-hmm. you know being a visitor there one wasn't that involved but you kind of realize their situation yeah um betty ford he was the former first lady and founder of betty ford rehabilitation clinics died um on that 2011 eclipse or near it and ironically the singer amy winehouse famous for her song and chorus, they tried to make me go to rehab, but I said, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> she uh, died from an overdose uh, just two weeks later. So I thought that was just an interesting one. So. Well, you wonder how <laughs> Neptune may have been. In, well, many things could be involved in yeah. that. Chiron, all kinds of things. Yeah. So are we stopped? Um, yeah, I was I was just only going to mention like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Go ahead. Uh, Maria Shriver scandal that um, was really a shakeup because it was revealed that he had a, 
adopted their adopted son was actually Arnold's son through his existing housekeeper. Yes, <laughs> uh, which he was a having a long yeah that he was having a long cancer. yeah he was having a long standing affair there. So yeah, I was looking at some of these because they do say uh, in cancer there's sudden. Again, Judith Hill was saying there's sudden changes, and a lot of it has to do with the family and the home finances. There's a whole series of of subjects. So looking at this, of course, Arnold, it was his house, and uh, you could say Nixon, but that's really the family house, you know. Of, but of course, when the North Node, one of the nodes is in. It could either be the south node in cancer or the north node in cancer, come to think of it. So some of these could have been maybe south node in cancer, I'm wondering, too. Mm. Because the point is, is that whichever the others in Capricorn. So some of these relate very strongly to Capricorn Mm -hmm. because it is a lot about politics. You know, tense house like McCarthy or the Dolly. Well, that isn't so much. Well, in some ways it is or Rwanda. And, you know, Kate Middleton, she married into it. And then again, there's so much of entertainment like Johnny Carson or or story, well, which I don't quite know how that would, but um, but the public, that's another thing. It's yeah. the public. Cancer public. is public, yes. So a lot of these, Johnny Carson is so public. And Betty Ford was a both a public person and a, a uh, political person. A Chiron person, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely Chiron person. And Harry Potter's are stories. Yeah, you know, and and all of that. So it is most fascinating. It's a yeah to look at all of these. Well, looking at you know also if you look at I think we'll be chart again. Oh, so. okay. Well, what I thought you know, this is the Apollo one that we've got. Up yeah, there, I'm not so. going to look at that one. Um, I was going to look at one of our prenatal uh, charts, and the one I'm going to look at is on the uh, February 19th. Okay. Just briefly, because... And you describe the prenatal eclipse because that affects... If you could just explain for the audience why Okay, whenever there's a, a birth, such as whether it's ourself or a nation such as we're dealing with the United States prior to that time there's an eclipse and it's called the prenatal eclipse and those have significance that is in a sense one could say the essence of the spiritual energy and then before the incarnation because physicality doesn't hold all of the spiritual necessities and it is with the idea that astrology involves all of ourselves it's a totality mind body and spirit. So in this case, it happened to be that that eclipse was in Pisces, zero degrees Pisces. And interestingly, if you look at our, it's which fascinates me because as we talk about some of these really strong emphasis here in the United States, you know, we started jazz music. Mm. We have um, the films are huge. America. Yeah, the, the silver all, screen is, you know, yeah. we've always dominated in the, the cinema yes. arena. So Now, you know, it's, it's India and a lot of other places that are joining the because we're becoming global. And Pisces and Neptune are so strong in our charts. And as I look through many of these different measurements, it seemed that either Neptune was squaring 
I think maybe, of course, our solar return chart because Neptune is, I think, I'd have to flip over to it. But I brought, without jumping too far, I brought up the first fact of this prenatal eclipse. A solar eclipse means new moon, sun, moon, zero degrees, Pisces. And so that has so much significance to our some deep spiritual sense of ourself. And then if you go into our solar return chart, I can find it here in my many months. Did I miss it? Do you see it? You're on it right now. So you got it up? Oh, goody. Thank you, Sarah. Here, Neptune. No, Neptune's not squaring. Where did I see that? But Neptune is squaring, for right now, uh, Jupiter. So that, of course, is, has a lot of significance, and that's our visionary ideals and cultural perceptions with what we can control and what we can't control. It's the greater nature of everything. And the conflict of ideologies. Yes, excellently put. But I think... Without trying to bring up all the different indications, you know, right now we are in a world of thinking about our ethics. You know, Saturn here with the South Node, and and deconditioning so that we can have a power exchange. It's power exchange you know, with Pluto of, of of what is wealth. You know, what how do how do we keep the idealism of our moon in the betterment for all, which is moon in Aquarius. Yeah. Well, the fact that the Saturn there and the South Node are in the, in the fifth house speak to how we're taking care of our youth. Like, are we bringing enough future taxpayers into our environment, you know, into our country? Are we bringing we could enough, use you know? So I just, there's been... A lot of fertility stuff that's been happening that's kind of shifted that. There's been a lot of family values that have kind of shifted throughout our history. Um, Even what is family? Yeah. So, um, and Pluto's just really wanting us to revisit a lot of that health and service part of that because I think a lot of women don't feel that they're capable of having children with the type of work schedules and responsibilities and the economy and it costs a lot to have a kid so that could be a factor in question as well the benefits yes the partnerships it does get back to partnerships doesn't it the health care programs like how are we how are we providing health care for women (laughs) and children so that's besides the divisive Topics of Roe versus Wade and everything else that could play into or against that. Yes. It is with North Node in Cancer, noting from uh, the Eclipse book, it's the collective. And that's really what we're speaking of. It is that home, and because it's cancer, it is women and it is babies and, well, it's. Leo's children, but yeah. but still, it's it's the home and the motherhood, the ancestry, our country. This is the time to 
spend, once again, we will say, as many will say, but the next nine months while we're in North Node Cancer to really have our own processing, get in touch with our own feelings, our own past, reevaluate what the values are for it so that we can really be inclusive and have cities. You know, by 2050, half of the population will be in cities. It was, we're, that's the motion that we're going towards is urban. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Next week, I'll make this little announcement. Now, Catherine Metcalf will be joining us from Illinois. And Catherine will be the first time that she'll be on this program. And Catherine is an astrologer professional astrologer, hypnotherapist, intuitive. She also reads tarot cards with consultations and publishes articles. And we will be talking about cancer, of course. It'll be continuing and also some other historical references. So tonight I'm speaking with Sarah Stromley from Redmond, Washington. And you can find how to get in touch with Sarah if you go to Talk Cosmos. Uh, on the guest uh, bio there. And our podcasts, now Podcast One, has all our archives, or you can listen online. And we are repeat through KKNW 1150. And Sarah, what is your web page for people? Brainbodytherapy.com. Okay. And if anybody doesn't remember, just check Talk Cosmos. So, This is a huge subject, and it is something very important, not just for us, but collectively as we merge with the globe. And I think it is our associations, our partnerships that are so vital, and also taking the time to process, figure that out. Yeah, there's just, um, there's a lot to, there could be some highly charged things that could be coming up. There are eclipses, especially when they're total like this can cause a momentary lapse of reasoning so it's important to just recognize that and just stay aware of how to keep it all in perspective yeah like dylan (laughs) said the change is a comment of course he didn't quite say it that way but yeah it's never ending take care and blessings and thank you everybody Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.